Well, grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text then for this 11th Sunday after Pentecost, it comes to us from the Gospel of John, the 6th chapter, which was just read a few moments ago, and it will serve as the basis for this day's meditation. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it wasn't often, but it happened on occasion. As I was growing up, my brother would make homemade bread. Hot, fresh bread. Mm. There was nothing better than that. I mean, after all, I lived for it. I would come home from school or from work or out of the field, and it was wonderful. The aroma pervaded the whole house. My father and I, we begged and we begged and we begged for the smallest morsel of bread. Like usual, my mother was reluctant. Reluctant to spoil our appetites for supper. But when it came to homemade breads, she usually gave in and she let us have a slice, especially while it was still warm. Oh, it was so good and it was so filling, just satisfying. Looking back, the reason it was so darn good was that it was baked, it was shared, and it was served in love. My mother, so to speak, would always put a lot of herself into it. Nothing less. And so it is with Jesus. Nonetheless, when Jesus gives us the bread of life, he gives us none other than himself. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. You see, Jesus and Jesus alone, he is the source of true and genuine life. Holy Scripture says, I am the bread of life that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I give for life of this world is none other than my flesh. Now here is some cross talk. Jesus gave nothing less than his life on a cross. He gave us his all. He did so for the life of the world. And of course, this is faith talk. To eat the bread of life is an act of faith. It's believing in Jesus as our Lord and Savior. This is the will of my Father, Jesus says, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in Him will have eternal life. And on the last day, I will raise Him up. When Jesus was about to raise Lazarus from the dead, he told those sisters, right? He told Mary and Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. 
homemade bread. It's so much better than store-bought bread. I mean, you have to agree, don't you? You have to agree that homemade bread is awesome. There is no comparison. Life with the bread of life is so much better than life without Jesus. It's not a matter of quantity. It's not just that it's eternal. It's also a matter of quality. It's not just more the same, same, same old thing in life that you and I experience. It's not just more of what's corrupt by sin. It's not just more than what's broken or heartbreaking. It's not just about more death or the threat of death. You see, the bread of life is new. It's different. And Jesus has put himself, all of him, into it. He loves you. God himself loves us. God forgives us. God, well, he's got us. Just like that home-baked bread. Every time my mother cooked it, she knew that she had us. She could get me to do anything. Clean your room, take out the garbage, wash the clothes, wipe off the table. My response, is done. But none of that compares to the bread of life, which is Jesus. Life with Jesus is far more than life that is here today and gone tomorrow. Life with Jesus is far more than what we can touch or taste. It's far more than what we have. Far more than what makes us feel good or bad. Far more than the working out of our hopes and our dreams. You see, the people in our text to whom Jesus was speaking, they still had a taste of barley loaves and fish in their mouths. I mean, if you recall, just before this in Holy Scripture, Jesus fed the 5,000. He did a miraculous miracle, he feeding them, and they were all satisfied. They were remembering the manna which God fed their ancestors in the wilderness. What they weren't remembering was that their ancestors ate the manna and died. You see, life is far more than bread and butter. It's more than homemade bread. Life that God gives us is more than the experiences in this world. Now, it's true. God provides everything that we need, all our physical and mental needs. In Holy Scripture, Jesus taught us to pray, give us this day our daily breads. And Martin Luther reminds us that in his explanation of the Lord's Prayer, that daily bread is everything that we need to sustain this life. But you see, Jesus came for so much more. He came as the source of eternal life. Life with God that is forgiven and forever. Our text, Jesus feeds the crowds. He gives them bread. As God fed the people of Israel in the wilderness with manna, Jesus did this as a sign to make a point, the same point God makes in the Old Testament. He humbled you and I, and he let our anger 
or I should say our hunger, and he fed us with manna, which you or I did not know, nor did our fathers know, that he might make us his children forever. You see, Jesus is none other than the Word. He is the living bread that cometh down from heaven. If we were to read the psalm for today, it invites us to taste and to see the Lord and all that he does is good. In Jesus, we are able to know and to experience God and the fullness of life. Closeness to and intimacy with God. It is impossible without Jesus, the bread of life. Our brokenness, our sin, our guilt, our shame, our corrupt relationship with God, death breaks it forever. That's why Jesus went to the cross. For he suffered and died and rose so that you and I might have life and have a restored relationship with God, not only for now, but forever. You see, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Scripture says, referring to Jesus, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. That I should lose nothing, Jesus says. In speaking of himself as the good shepherd, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I will give them eternal life, and they shall never, ever perish. And no one will snatch them out of the Father's hands. We can't be any more secure than that. And yet you can hear it now, can't you? The Jews grumbled about Jesus. Their grumbling recalls the constant, stiff-necked, faithless, grumbling people of Israel. They grumble against God in the wilderness. And it recalls the attitude of Jesus' hometown people and all the synagogue of Nazareth when they rejected him. Now here's the question. We have homemade baked bread on one hand. And on the other hand, we have Jesus, the bread of life. We are at a crossroad. Do we follow the ways of the world, or do we follow the ways of Jesus? Do we grumble? Grumbling is essentially refusing to believe in Jesus, wanting something different than what he gives, or worse, something different than he is, and thereby losing out on forgiveness life, and salvation. Taste and see. That's what the psalmist tells us. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm. Bread. Jesus, the bread of life. He feeds us in and through his word. When we are affirmed, forgiven in the words of absolution, Jesus takes away all that stands against us and that stands between us and God. All that separates us from God. Jesus feeds us with his body and his blood. And when we gather around that table, we receive nothing less than himself. All of him. In the bread of his supper, you and I receive nothing less 
than his body broken for us. And in the wine we received nothing less than his blood shed for us. You see, St. Paul says the best. He writes this to remind us of the words to meditate on. St. Paul writes in Ephesians, But God's, being rich in mercy, because of his great love, which he has loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ and raised us up with him. Recalling your baptism right there at the font. The Apostle Paul says, put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desire. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. And then he spells it out. Be imitators, right? Be imitators of God as his beloved children. And walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. Freshly baked breads. It has a fragrance about it, an aroma. Well, Jesus himself is a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. My dear friends in Christ, let your life be a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Not unlike fragrance of homemade bread, Prepared and baked and loved, served and shared in love, with a lot of the baker herself put into it. But be willing. Be willing to accept Jesus as your only Lord and your only Savior. Know without a doubt that Jesus loves and cares for each and every one of you. And know without a doubt that he is the bread of life that feeds and nourishes and sustains all of us to life everlasting. In his name we say, Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, may he keep your hearts and your minds in, in Jesus, the bread of life. Amen.